Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us again on another episode of Awakening Consciousness. Uh, we are back after a few days break. Uh, Jesse was traveling. I actually wasn't feeling so good. Uh, maybe I had the new variant. Um, but anyways, we're back, ready to go. And a lot has happened since we, since we uh, last spoke to everyone. And so we're going to go over some of the big stories in the news and it's kind of all under the theme of is the narrative collapsing i think there's a lot of stuff going on that would suggest that more and more people are waking up and have had enough of the tyranny that's uh, being attempted and uh, people are actually doing something about it so we're going to be going over some of this some of the main things in the news so how have you been hanging in there man down here on the coast for a little bit enjoying that the sun is going to set probably i think directly behind me <laughs> nice. so that's very that's very pretty but uh, i had about a 12 13 hour drive to get here that was not particularly fun although a friend of mine and his family came down i ended up giving him a ride and his wife came a couple of days earlier with my wife because she needed to pick up my mom and blah, blah blah so i ended up riding down with a buddy kind of you know we're able to talk for about 10 about 12 hours <laughs> nice. which um which is, you know, which helped make make the time go by. But I love being at the beach, so I'm doing well. You've been sick. I'm huh? dealing with that Delta Cron. Delta Cron, huh? Delta. I don't know what they call this one. Um, what is it? It's like the stealth Omicron or something like that. It's so stupid. It's like this one can't be detected by a test, but you still <laughs> might be. You still might have it, and you still could pass it on and so you still need a medical injection that's never been proven and in fact does not uh, offers limited to no protection if any that's according to the pfizer ceo so um not my words so yeah uh, but no i i last week i had um you know kind of body aches uh and, oh, you did. Oh, that's see, that's interesting because everybody that's like, every, I, I, anyways, I'll let you finish. But yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I think I mean, I don't know if it corresponded exactly, but I think the a lot of antennas were turned on last yeah, week that's uh, right. on the 19th. And and my wife just let me know that um, she's seeing a lot more structures on on a lot of the uh, towers. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, yeah, if there's something going on there, because I kind of feel kind of feel stuffy and congested in addition to the soreness. Uh, the soreness only lasted a couple of days and I, I feel mostly fine now, but I still uh, am a little bit stuffy. So um, no. I think you could probably hear, uh, hear it in my voice a little bit. I don't know. Maybe you can, uh, but no, yeah, it's, I mean, I, 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 go ahead. A few other people I know have yeah. experienced something similar. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of what I was going to say. Like I'm all, practically half the people I know or more are, are, are sick and they're all describing very similar symptoms, which is really interesting to me, especially what a lot of them have said to me and you described it slightly different, but, but I think it's exactly the same. What they described to me is like their bones are like, are like sore. <laughs> they're like, they have yeah. like, pain in their bones. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, that's, it's really interesting. And, and yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know, right. We do, we have the 5g stuff going on. Um, we have people who have been jabbed, right. Uh, and are getting boosted and all these things. And, and so, you know, 
where, where are they at in their health? Right. We, we, don't, we don't know. We know, you know, we do, do know that there's deaths and we do know that there's illness and we know that there's lots of anecdotal evidence and reports of, you know, weird things going on in people's, you know, people's blood and people's you know heart and lungs and so on and so forth. Um, and there's lots of theories and lots of speculation. We don't really know. Right. Uh, you know, some people would say, you know, there's a there's a virus going around. Right. So, um, you know, interesting to interesting to look at. But certainly there definitely is a lot of the one thing I'm clear about is that whatever humanity is going through, which is including this, you know, this deal, this sort of, you know, dealing with the darkness. Right. In this way of this oppression behind the guise of public health and, you know, a jab, um, you know, whatever it is, it seems to be a very collective process. People seem to be going through similar experiences at similar times. Um, you know, I'm here, I'm here in the coast. I live, you know, at five thousand plus feet elevation, 12 hours away in the mountains in the town of about seven or eight thousand people. And on Facebook of my, you know, several hundred, probably more than that, friends from that town you know, who live in that town, who I'm friends with on Facebook, I'm watching the scroll go and everybody's at the beach. I, and I've got there's four groups of families that came here now with us unplanned. Um, like this was not. Yeah. This was not planned. And like half of our town is up and down the coast right now. Why? Like, why did all of us decide without any you know, communication? Half these people I don't even speak to. Right. They're just people on Facebook, whatever. Right. Like like how did everybody come to the beach? It's really interesting. You know, the sort of collective consciousness or sort of, you know, collective experience of humanity that we're all going through. And it's just this time that we're in. I mean, we didn't record a show since when, like Thursday or Friday, maybe um, I think Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I was saying to you before the show, I feel like more has changed, like more has happened and more has changed since the last time we did a show, what, five days ago um, yeah. till now. Then like I can, you know, it's, it's almost, we have, you know, we've got a war and, you know, we got war about to break out. Right. We've got the whole we have, like, massive change uh, in these last four or five days. So really, I'm, you know, I'm excited to talk about it all. Yeah, well, let's start. Let's start there. Uh, let's start Ukraine. Um, I haven't, you know, I'm only going to give. Uh, I can only give basic facts because I haven't really uh, paid much attention to it. But it sounds like, or at least I've seen uh, politicians on both sides uh, sounding the drumbeats for war. Uh, so you have Democrats right. and Republicans. Uh, that oh we you know we need to make sure that the ukrainian borders are safe or are protected and you know we're not going to stand for any of this russian aggression and all that stuff and i've also heard that ukraine is like no no thanks guys you know stay out of it you know they're not needed um and it seemed like the yes we are old you know u.s yeah u.s putting its nose in where it doesn't belong so um, from what I understand, that's the basic facts about what's going on. Is that, am I wildly off, off there? Yeah. I mean, I also am totally ignorant here, so I have no idea what's going on, but what's interesting, what's interesting to me about it, right. Is that, um, we need, you know, look, the cabal, and this gets in all kinds of other topics. I don't want to make this too long. We're going to talk about all this, but there's some, aspect here of the narrative really collapsing right and that, and that and that's the you know that's the title of the show we're going to talk about that in some different ways today but the the narrative 
really seems to be in a great deal of trouble. Um, and then we have out of that another topic we're going to talk about today, which is sort of a, a rollback, right? We have governments around the world sort of rolling back uh, mandates and so on and so forth. At the same time that we have this potential uh, war on the horizon. So, so, it's, so what's interesting to me about it is from, this, from the standpoint of do they need to, and we've, we've been talking about this for the last few weeks, right? What, what's next and are we there now? Like, is, are we at the sort of next phase of the plan? And is World War III, is conflict with you know, Russia and China, is that sort of the, is that, is that the direction we're going in? Now, I'm not necessarily predicting that, but, but we know that's part of the agenda. We know that that's, you know, we can go all the way back to, you know, the, 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 the letter supposedly found by, um, of course, I'll forget his name, Albert Pike, the high, the high level Freemason from the, I think it was the late 1700s, I want to say, you know, outlining World War One, World War Two, World War Three. You can go back and read um, some interesting, uh, interesting research that Henry Ford did about this in the 40s, um, trying to confirm the legitimacy of these letters. Uh, uh, so, so right. So we know we know how far back this sort of World War Three idea goes to. We know, you know, we don't have to recap the agenda. We understand all of that. Um, so, are we in that time? I don't know. It's it's, but that is, you know, the the piece that's interesting to me is is the drumbeat towards war, which we always knew would come at some point. And then, why now? Is it is it because they're totally desperate because the narrative is falling apart, or is it more just like we're moving to that phase now as scheduled? Lots of interesting stuff there. Yeah, I mean, it could and be. And also, sorry, sorry, Asher, let me just, before you go, let me just, three seconds. The other thing, too, is are people going to go for it, right? Like, they've tried this. Remember when they tried this with Syria and they tried, mm -hmm. they tried this many times, right? So are people going to go for it? Like, can they, this will be a great, this will be a great observation, right? This will be a great observational exercise to sort of see where we stand. You know, are, yeah. are, are people going to kind of like nod their head and go along with this? Or are people going to be like, yeah, good luck with that. We're not we're not we're not going to war with Russia. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, do, I don't think there's a there's a very much of an appetite for more war. I think people are, um, you know, people are pretty, pretty fed up with it. Um, you know, they're starting to see through that narrative, the narrative being that, you know, the U.S. is, um you know, sort of a spreading democracy. And that's a good thing. Um, whereas I think people more and more people are starting to see the US as an invading force, uh, rather than uh, a peace keep keeping uh, efforts. And so the the you the whole Ukraine situation could be could be a cover or a distraction for a lot of things. You know, it could be the cover for the virus narrative uh, or the at least pandemic narrative might be, might have run its course or at least this version of it. Um, it could also be something to cover up the issues in the supply chains, which um, one of the stories I wanted to talk about was how the train robberies in LA. Um, it's just, it's crazy what's going on there. There's so much trash on the tracks that the trains have to travel at very slow speeds. Otherwise they'll run off the tracks. And it actually happened uh, recently also. Um, so it just makes it, gives it a perfect, 
perfect grounds for the trains to be robbed where, you know, they're traveling very slowly because of all the trash and then bands of robbers come rob the trains and nobody's there to arrest or prosecute them. And so um, we're just seeing these, you know, these small cuts to every facet of the supply chain, you know, there less work or productivity. People are sick. People are lazy and they don't want to work. Uh, these hits to the supply chain, whether it's uh, slower times unloading your ship or trains being robbed or trains going off the tracks because of all the trash on them. Um, so there's a lot of sort of these cuts to the supply chain. And could the war narrative be something to distract us from that as well? So um, it could just be, a, you know, just a distraction because they need one and other narratives are falling apart. So they need something to uh, fo focus our attention on. Uh, you know, if you're a failing president, you might want to start something because, you know, you have the whole, uh, you know, don't chase, don't change midstream um, you know you can save uh, an ailing pre presidency so there could be something some of that going on as well um, but yeah I, I I don't think there's any any uh, appetite for war at this point yeah and they're just they're they're in the, the, the narrative right the powers that would be that would like to be <laughs> that are no longer um, would would uh you know, they're in this just terrible catch 22 all the time. Right. Or they're saying they're saying, OK, there's this really scary thing happening. Be afraid. Take the take these measures that we want you to take and will and things will go back to normal. And then people say, OK, I'll take, you know, I'll be afraid. I'll take your you know, I'll take your thing. And then they don't go back to normal. Yeah. And then they and then and so then they're and, and but people want to go back to normal. And so, but, but, the, but the cabal needs to collapse everything now. And so, and so they're, but they're responsible because they're in charge and everyone knows they're in charge, right? Like, like, like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris and the people that run, that run these people, right? They're in charge. And so, mm -hmm. and so everybody knows that. And so they're in this position where they have to pretend like they want things to function while also making sure things don't function while also telling people they're doing everything in their power to make sure things function and telling people, if you'll just do this, then everything will function again, but then it doesn't. So, so like, so, so they're in this terrible catch 22 where they can't actually allow things to go back to normal, but if they don't, they get less and less popular and have less and less power and less and less ability to, to implement the agenda. So it's, it's, it's really interesting from that perspective. Um, the other thing too, I just want to, you know, I just want to mention, I just want to touch on real quick the, the, the California, you know, train robberies. So you, you have to look at these things as sort of markers along the path that, that mark, close the door, buddy, that mark where we're at, right? And, and I remember, you know, I remember reading, I remember reading, you know, Ayn Rand's work, and I, I don't remember which novel it was, I've read several of them, uh, but I remember reading Ayn Rand's stuff, and She's describes in one of her books in some in quite some detail the 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 collapse right and and how that goes and and what it's like for people and sort of the the visuals of that right sort of I remember some some passage about you know people were you know traveling looking for work and they sort of had no life left in them and there was just it's just like it's the the end right it's the it's just when there's 
things have collapsed, right? And so now we have, you can go watch this video. I, I saw it, you know, there's a, it's a video where, where you, you, a train track in the, in the first or second most popular, most famous, most, most pristine, held on high, you know, high regard city in the most famous, you know, top dog country <laughs> in, in the world um, is littered with the remnants of stolen property off of a train. This is, this is banana Republic stuff. This is similar to, you know, this is similar to, um, you know, in Venezuela, right. Whether they build a bridge, it falls into the ocean, they build it again. You know, right. This is, um, you know, this is people taking a shit on the street in San Francisco and everyone thinking it's normal. This is, this is boarded up buildings. This is, you know, Baltimore, this is right. So we're looking at, it's been, it's been a slow motion train wreck, but, but there's been such an acceleration. And I think we've got to the point here where, the collapse of the U.S. is kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Like it's not really oh, yeah. like there's, you know, there's still enough like people with strength and who knows what's going on. who Maybe could like rectify that if they were, you know, if they had that ability, if they were able to. But but if you look at this, the signs of things, this is a this is what a collapsed state and a collapsed I should say not state collapsed society. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, man, I, I should have queued up the video, uh, but there's a video of Gavin Newsom saying, uh, <laughs> talking about the, the train robberies and he, oh man, I kind of want to play it because it's so funny. It's so, it's so illustrative of like the times that we're in, you know, you have like this, this in, you know, it, like you said, this just trash covered, covering the tracks of this city. And Gavin Newsom gets up there and says, you know, these are organized, uh, you know, these are organized efforts, these gangs. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said gangs. I'm, I apologize for that pejorative. I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be offensive to people, but they're organized. So it's like he focuses on apologizing for saying the word gangs when he's talking about an organized group of people organizing around committing crimes like and, and, he, and he and he apologizes for calling them gangs and doesn't want to you know speak in pejoratives. And it's like, isn't that so telling? That that is what we focus on as a society that, you know, we're 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 decriminalizing things. We're incentivizing organized robbery and to the point where it's happening at increasing, increasing rates, taking major hits to supply chain. There's grocery stores, uh, uh, shelves on grocery stores are are empty in a lot of cases. And he's worried that he called them gangs. He used the word gangs, and that's that's what he's concerned. I mean, is that racist now? Like, is that is that what that is that what that's about? I don't I mean, like. I, I I was under the impression that gangs were all and so I don't know how you could infer that when you're saying the word gangs that you're talking about one race over the other. I I, I don't know. I like it, it's it's comical at this point i had to I, I like burst out laughing when it was like wait <laughs> he apologized for that and it was yeah i mean you can go search the video i'm sure you'll find it um 
in fact, I I found probably it, but I, I don't want to sift through all this stuff to to play it. But I should have played it because I had something planned for it. Like, um, yeah. But anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, you know, you use the word, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you use the word comical. There's just I've gotten to the point, right? Also, so here's the other thing for me, right? I've been able to really recently in the last week or so kind of relax into the comedy of it all. Um, mm-hmm. Because and partly the reason I'm comfortable to do that is because the narrative has gotten so absurd that I think, you know, there may be people that they get ultimately that like really, truly like buy into the last day. Right. Like, I, I don't. But but beyond that, it's like it's gotten so absurd that. For the only thing I can do is have compassion for the people who like could possibly still be like pretending that that's a thing because because it's not and they've admitted it every way there is and they've gotten so comical with the new narratives that you I don't know like I want I, I I just want to look at people always like this like you know like you know like is yeah you know like. We going with that one? Okay. You know, like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And I just, again, I come back to this, I come back to this point where they're in charge, right? Gavin Newsom is in charge. His ideology, his people, they're in charge. So they don't get to blame anyone else for yeah. the fact that his, his, his state is, his city, his cities and, you know, the, the big liberal cities in his state and you could, and his state are collapsing, right? His society, the society that he controls, that he manages is collapsing. The supply chain, the systems, they're collapsing. The ports, they're not, right? They don't have it. Who do they, what do they say? Oh, well, it's COVID, fine. People bought that for a while, right? People were like, okay, we'll take that today. Okay, now it's a year and a half later. Now what? It's almost two years later. Well, yeah, two years later, now what? So, okay, so then they say, well, well, it's this other thing. It's this other thing. It's this other thing. Okay, fine. But how many more people, How what percentage of people every time they do that, do they lose? You know, what percentage of people every time they do that, wait a minute, what the, look, I agreed with these motherfuckers for all this time, but, you know, this is getting crazy. This doesn't make sense to me. This has gotten, you know, this this no longer, like, this doesn't fit. Uh, This guy's been in charge for two years. Why is this still going on, right? And so they're just they're in an untenable situation where they they have to do more and more fear, more and more collapse. And the more they do, the less people believe. Yeah, but you're also thinking of this like no offense, but you're thinking about this rationally and people don't. I I wouldn't take offense to being rational. (laughs) (laughs) And people people don't operate rationally. People have invested their their ego, their uh, who they are as a person as being on that side. And so, you know, you could, I I mean, I could show you this article in the Hill where it was, I mean, they are, where is this? They're essentially justifying why there needs to be um, a form of like uh, cost to be part of society if you refuse to get injected similar to the way that there is a cost for being a conscious, a conscientious objector to the draft. So um, let me see. I don't think I have it. Okay. Well, you know, well, well, okay, great. So that, what does that do? It creates a barrier to entry to their society. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Bye well, bye. I mean, the, the point is not that, you know, okay, you know, fine. Um, but the point is like that, that's a common sentiment for, mm-hmm. for people. Um, that that's like how a lot of them think that's how that's their, you know, they, that, that's what they want. This is, that represents a, a good majority. And we went, we went over, I think it was our last episode that we recorded a majority of Democrats, or at least, you know, around 50% of Democrats want like literal concentration camps for people who refuse to get injected. And I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 it's crazy. So, yeah, but, oh, sorry. It's just, you know, those people who are on that side, the people who strongly approve of sending uninjected people to concentration camps, it's unlikely that any of them are going to say, you know what, maybe I was wrong about this. Maybe we shouldn't, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do step. Our own. Um, I, I don't yeah. know. I just don't see them coming around. Uh, no matter how silly the narrative gets, they just have to go along. And um, yeah, it's the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. Nobody's willing to say it because they know how awful they are. That, that's, the, that's the problem. They know how awful they are. They know what they would do to people who, who are, you know, they, they know that they shame them. They know that they uh, want them fired. They know that they want to kick them out of society and ostracize them. So if they know what their other comrades do on that side, then they're not going to go against that because you just get your head chopped off. That's, that's, that's the communism. That's the communist uh, mindset right there. And so, yeah. It's yeah, no, those imagine. are. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're op- you're obviously right. Those are really good points. I'm sorry. Did you have? Were you finished? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just. So I just. I. I. I here's. Uh. The. Here's what I want to say about that because I think what you're saying is spot on. But. But there's another piece to it that I want to add. So the. If you're. T- if we're talking about. You know. If we're talking about a. a bell curve, right? A standard bell curve, right? Yeah, we're not. We're not talking about this side right of the bell curve of the people who are most closest to the to the being fully bought in right we're not talking about that we're talking about that part of the curve where people can be picked off and anecdotally well okay we're going to talk about some of the freedom freedom rallies and things like that but we're, we're that in my opinion that paradigm is changing so we do we now have real global pushback for the first time over, you know, we've had little bits and pieces, spurts that we actually now have like global coordinated, legitimate, real number pushback. OK, at, at the same time, we have people who have been through this for such a period of time who are starting to like who, who are starting to like I had a friend. So I'm driving yesterday. I'm trying to remember exact. I'm trying to remember exactly what the subject was that that worked and it's, it's escaping me right now. It'll come to me in a second. But, but, but my point is that what we're talking about is that part of the curve that, you know, is out towards this side where people are on the margin. Right. So, so those people, the, the, those people have to be able to have enough of some logical explanation that they can make to keep going along with it. They're losing a lot of those people. Yeah. The most bought in. No, they're not. But absolutely not. 
But the people who are like, they're still alive. They're just not conspiracy theorists, right? They just never like looked at that. They always just thought that was ridiculous. They, you know, maybe they're liberal. Maybe they believe this. They believe that. What they, you know, whatever it is. But they've got people in their ear who are normal people now, right? Who have woken up and are saying, bro, like, look at this. And I'm keep, I keep getting anecdotal reports that like mainstream people who ordinarily would have no question of anything three months ago, had no question of anything. Now they're saying, wait a minute, there's 57 new variants and my vaccine didn't work for the last one. You know, my jab and, and now they want me to get another one. And now they're making this mandatory. Now I'm hearing this. And now my friends are telling, you know, I'm getting all, you know, I'm getting the virus anyway with it. I'm sick and my whole family's sick and we're all jabbed and I'm testing positive. And then I'm talking to my boys who aren't jabbed and they're like, you idiot. I'm not sick. I didn't get right. And so, and so, and so th- these chinks in the armor are there. Um, and then the last point I want to make on that is that the people who have been droned, right, turned into auto- automatons, essentially, not obviously completely, but the people that have sort of fully bought in. The level of, okay, I'm going to pause for one second. Think about the other side, me and you, and, and, and millions and hundreds of millions and billions of people on the planet who are experiencing this sort of shift, this sort of upgrade, right? These are people who are coming into their full power. They're coming into their full sort of essence, their full sort of power, uh, understanding who they are, uh, really understanding their sovereignty, so on and so forth. That's a formula that creates an extremely powerful individual, an extremely powerful person. That's a force and a presence that's to be reckoned with on any level. When you're talking about automatons, drones, they don't have, their whole deal is fear and I'll do whatever you tell me. There's no power in that whatsoever. They don't have any possible ability to implement anything. They, don't, they can't do anything. I mean, you know, that, right? They can just go to the FEMA camp and take the shot, right? That, that, that's, that's, that's right. And so, so yeah, those people are there. That group is there. I think eventually maybe it's possible they even come along. I don't know, but uh, maybe I'm being optimistic there, but the, but, but that group doesn't matter. There's no power. They, you know, yeah, they're the order followers. So if, if they're willing to like die to follow those orders, maybe, you know, but they're not right. There's no conviction. They're just afraid going along with it on our side. We're fired up. And I don't mean in a violent way. I mean, in a like higher level way, like nobody, like the world, the the matrix can't really fuck with me. Like it really can't. Um, I understand it. Like, I know what it is. I've dealt with it. I mean, you know, I understand it legally. I understand the basis. There's not much really that the matrix can do to me because I'm out. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't interact with them very little. Right. Not much they can do to me. I have power. I'm more powerful than a hundred thousand automatons. Right. And so is everybody else who's, who's going through this process. So it's not a, you know, it's not an equal weight thing. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And yeah, I think you are right that uh, there are, there, there is that bell curve of people and uh, there's at least a good portion of them that can be picked off and sort of brought over. And I do think uh, there are, that is happening. Um, 
in probably greater numbers. And so it's, you know, it's probably just a matter of time. It's just, it's hard to quantify that um, right now. And um, I don't know, I just, I surround myself with so many people who are already on the, on the same team that it's, it's hard to, I don't, I, I have very little interaction with other people. So I, I do live in a sheltered world. So, um, so there's that, but um, yeah, dude, go ahead. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I think next, I, I want to talk about the rollbacks. What, um, I don't know. Did, did we talk about that a little bit at the beginning? I guess we did, but. A little bit. Um, um, yeah. New York state, uh, Supreme, this, I think it was the Supreme court in the state of New York. Uh, yeah, said it was. The, um, oh, I don't know. If we, no, I don't know. I don't think it was the Supreme court. I think it was a federal, federal judge. Mm. I could be wrong. I think it was New York. It was definitely New York. I think that I'm not a, yeah. And um, I, 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 I think they actually, there's an update to that story that they uh, issued a stay. And so that I think what that means is that it's back on in some places. So uh, more to come on that story, but, but yes, places all over the world that are relaxing mandates Um England, we covered that last week, uh, or the UK, um, other places around the world. And then there's other, other places like California that's increasing mandates. So they, um, uh, there's a law being tried to be passed where uh, it's adding the C-19 injection to the list of other jabs that children need to get in order to attend public school and what it also does and this is the truly sickening part of it is it gives children over the age of 12 the ability to consent without the consent or knowledge of the parents so in california they're trying to pass something that says if your kid is 12 or older they can give consent without without us telling you about it and so you know, they, they could have, they could have this thing happen to them. Parents not even know. And, you know, I, what if the kids decide not to tell because, you know, the, the parents are like, you know, no, we don't want to get this. And then the kid, uh, you know, peer pressure or whatever that, that happens more and more these days is, you know, kids try to defy their parents. I don't know if more and more these days, it's probably just, uh, a universal thing. Uh, kids try to defy their parents and they, well, if mom and dad says not to do this, then I'm going to do it because I'm a rebellious teenager and that's what they do. Um, so, you know, it, it's like if they weren't, you know, if it wasn't time to leave California, um, you know, I don't know when a better time would be. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, like that's not evil at all. Like, I, you know, like, like, like I remember, I mean, Think about those conspiracy theorists like back in the 50s uh, and, and 60s and so forth that were, you know, saying these crazy things like the state wants to have control over your children. What? Crazy, right? You know, what? so so here we are, right? The state is now saying we can vaccinate your kids without you saying yes or no. You you by law, you have to send your kids to public school or, or well, you have to send your kids to school. Um, by law, you have to send your kids to school. We provide an option. If you don't, if you don't use any of the options, we'll take your kids from you and potentially put you in jail. Excuse me. Um, so, so, but part of attending is this mandatory, 
this mandatory medical procedure. So, so you know, we have it's up to like seventy. It's up to like it's up to like seventy. There's like seventy injections on the on the on the on the schedule for children these days. Something like that. It's it's ungodly. And I Um, mean, has it worked? Like, is our society is our is our society getting healthier and healthier? Like, is our is our is our general pop population, you know, is our general population just healthier and healthier, you know, as a result of the increased number of, no, of, of, of protections over the years? Yeah, something like like 50% of children have a chronic condition. It's insane. And yeah, right. you know. It's, it's, al- it's almost like they're purposefully injecting them with deleterious uh, material that sort of has adverse effects over time. <laughs> yeah, so they become customers for, for the pharmaceutical industry for life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just think about it, right. I mean, I also saw the judge. It's interesting, though, right? Because it's like it's all this good news, sort of. So are we, you know, is it fake good news? Is it real good news? I don't know. But, um, you know, I also saw uh, I also saw. Right. So wait. So OSHA has now officially dropped their, you know, their 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 requirements. That's that's also interesting. And I saw another uh, shoot. It's escaping me now. What was the other judge decision that I saw that was very encouraging as well um escaping my mind it'll come to me in a second but um but yeah it's interesting right we've had sort of in my opinion some days here of like really good news in general um and again i tend to focus on the energetics of things so i feel that also and i don't you know that could be just me i'm not you know i'm not saying that i have the the truth on that but i i very much feel that um there seems to have been a, a little bit of a shift here and it seems to be very much coinciding with all this good news. Now, does that go dark in two weeks from now as you know, we're at war with Russia or, 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 or they roll out the next, whatever, whatever, you know, I don't know, but um, there does seem to be, there does seem to be a very different phase here. I feel like we're actually, we're actually almost at the point as people on our side of things where we have to really, really be really nice and considerate and kid glove and compassionate to these poor folks who have been so duped to the point where I think really some of them are realizing it and are getting to that point where, you know, they're to hold on to it still is really hard. And um, I don't like, there has to be some legitimate possibility. I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but there has to be some legitimate possibility that, Part of what we're seeing with countries all over the world rolling back mandates, rolling back restrictions, including seeing some of that here as well, uh, all over the world, obviously a coordinated effort. There has to be some possibility that this is a result of a collapsing narrative and people waking up and they don't know what else to do. So they're rolling back and re. Yeah. There's that's definitely a possibility. And if that if that's what's happening, then, you know, kudos to the people out there who are, uh, you know, trying to spread the word. Um, people like my dad and others. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I do think that people are hearing the message. Um, you know, I hear from people from all over the world. Um, and yeah, you know, they're, they're saying that well, and it's also it's also very localized too because we talk about uh, what was it Germany, Austria are particularly bad in Europe, and then um, you know the UK is relaxing its stuff. So it's tough to say exactly 
why this is happening. I just, you know, I would, I would just yeah, sort of be ready, ready for the next thing. Um, you know, our plans haven't changed. We know, we know the macro trend of sort of the global supply chains and the and the rest of it. Um, the macro trend is economic collapse, is digital currencies, is you know. Yeah. The, I don't think any of that has gone away. I think that it's just it may come in a different form. They might have to postpone plans. They might have to do this and that. And so, at the end of the day you should still be thinking about your garden this spring. You should still be thinking about your food supply. You should still be th thinking about getting to know your neighbors and other people in your life and being valuable and learning skills and the rest of it. That, that I think, um, you know, regardless of whether or not we have a calm in the storm or something like that, that is still, should still be people's priorities right now. Uh, because I don't think any of those are going to, going to go away relaxing restrictions or not it's still uh that, that's the macro trend it's going to happen one way or the other yeah and yeah. and again right all in god's plan like you'll your life will be better for doing those things regardless totally you know, totally. like you'll just, just feel better so just yeah. you know so that's that's the beauty of this whole thing right it's like every single thing that's happening is just pushing us towards the life we should be living anyway right <laughs> it's pushing yeah. us pushing us towards sovereignty. It's pushing us towards independence. It's pushing us towards health. It's pushing us towards self-responsibility. It's pushing us towards, you know, pr producing our, our, producing what we need for ourselves, right? Et cetera, et cetera. You know, this is, this, we should be, we should be close to nature. You know, we should be gardening, right? We should, we, this is all stuff we should be doing and we will be rewarded for doing regardless. Um, so, you know, th this is, uh, um, you know, good advice for many reasons, but including just, the, the, the whole thing that's happening here is the matrix is collapsing and it's pushing us out of it. You know, it's such a, such a blessing. And, and the, you know, the other thing too, is just, there's just, there's nothing they can do to you. Like they just can't do anything to you. All they can do is saber rap. Right. And when I say they can't do anything to you, obviously they have done things to people, right? They've made travel difficult. They've shut down businesses. They've done this. They've done that. I'm not saying they don't have some power within their little realm of, you know, within their little sphere of influence. But, but as you, as you reclaim your sovereignty and you work through this and you go through this process and you start setting up your life the way you want it. And you start understanding that there's actually a guy that has to enforce this stuff on you. Like good luck to him, you know, like, and it's not a violent thing. It's not like I'm going to shoot you. It's, it's at least for me. I, I mean, it could be if it actually came to that, but it's like, it's more so just like, do you think you have the ability to interact with me successfully and like do your thing? Like that ain't happening because you don't have any power. Like you're just, you're just following an order. I'm pretty fucking clear about who I am and my family and where I'm at and what I'm willing to do and not willing to do. And I'll, and like, I'm going to win that. Like there isn't, you know, and it's not even going to be a competition. It's going to be a very kind hearted thing because this poor, you know, duped individual who, uh, you know, who is self, you know, sort of self, um, you know, is sort of fallen into this trap, right? It's going to be that kind of interaction, but there's no power there. There's nothing any of these people can do. They can saber rattle. They can say, if you don't do this, we're going to do all these things. Care. Oh my gosh, be afraid. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. But all, at the end of the day, human to human, what are they, what can they actually really do to you when you, understand your power and who you are and are and don't have any like 
uh, you understand that the system just is what it is and you have no interest in like it just is what it is there it is okay i see you there you are you're the system hi right but you're not going in you're not interact you're not doing that you're not in that right so the system at, at that point is no power it's all done through consent and it's done through here have this and you know just agree to what i say and you can have this no thank you i'm good yeah it's, it's your you know, attachment really to it. the system it's your you know it's yeah. your desire for the the uh the the shiny trappings that it provides um you know the uh shiny trinkets that you can buy and all that stuff and then also your debt you know are you in a lot of debt and um yeah. you know that that's that's a big way that people get you because so many people hate their jobs you know so many people especially these days corporate america is like is toxic it's just awful and so many people hate their jobs yet why would they stay in them if it weren't for their massive amounts of debt because they're trying to keep up with the Jones or whatever. Um, I would, I, there's this guy that I, that I follow. He's a trained economist, former banker, uh, but he's kind of like, uh, he's a, he's a, he's, he's kind of like one of those grumpy guys who likes to rant on YouTube. So anyways, he, he was a loan officer at a bank in his prior career for maybe 20 years. And he says that, Almost all of the people who are living in this, these McMansions and have these boats and fancy cars and the rest of it are basically living paycheck to paycheck. They have no net worth. They're in their, in, up to their eyeballs in debt. And so it's those people who, who have no options. They have to keep their jobs. They have to go along and, and, and take everything else that's, that's offered to them because they need to maintain their, the payments on their fancy cars and, and fancy houses and the rest of it. And so they have no ability to say no. So it's your attachment to the system, uh, your desire for the fancy trinkets and, and trappings that it provides. Uh, but if those things don't matter to you, like truly don't matter in your life, then, you know, you can say, screw you. I'm not doing anything you tell me and, and call it a day. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Right. Cause the, so, so here's the thing. I love this. I love this sort of analysis, sort of dichotomy. Right. So it's the matrix is the world of the ego. Right. And I'm not talking shit about the ego, by the way, it's important. The ego is, it plays an important role in our lives. Very, but the matrix is sort of the world of the ego. Right. So it's the superficial. It's like, it's like the physical. It's like, it's, it's the Satan's playground, right? It's, you get everything now here now, right. You, you, you get to, get all the, you know, the pleasures of the, the flesh and, you, you know, you get to have the biggest car and boat and house and planes and nothing wrong with any of that. I love all that shit. Um, but, but, but if, if you're chasing that and you're, and you're sacrificing your essence and you're sacrificing your life and your, who you are and what you are and what's important and your priorities and so on and so forth. And you're, you know, doing things like, you know, getting fake kits and, you know, doing it right. Like you're right. You're sort of, you're sort of, willing to sacrifice the, the 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 sort of your heart your soul like who you are as an individual for for you know looking a certain way for a certain reward maybe social status maybe uh right so this is all just an ego game and so and so the what the matrix does is it plays on that right it says it says like you know you mentioned keeping up with the joneses like that's all that is right keeping up with the joneses is just you know, 
I'm stuck in this matrix world where I believe that my value is derived from, you know, how I look and what I have and these sorts of things. And so, and so I'm going to chase that because that's what, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been led to believe, or I've believed that, you know, I, it, it works. Right. And so, so you get those dopamine rushes when you get some sex or you get some, buy some clothes or you, you know, you get some, some thing happens in your life, right. That gives you some happiness and you feel like, Oh, this was good. I enjoyed that. You know, let me go do that again. And the system is happy to play that game with you forever until you literally, until you die and recycle. Right. So, and then the other, you know, sort of the other option is like, okay, you, you motherfuckers manipulated me my whole life. I see how you did it. Good job, by the way. Like, wow, you really did a number on me. <laughs> um, but now, but now I'm going to, I'm going to live, in my world, which is heart, soul, um, you know, which is real, right? Completely real. Like this is me and my life and my interactions. And, and from there, right. Priorities change. You probably don't really care at that point. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I like nice clothes. I like all this stuff. I like all this stuff, but, but you probably, that's not, you might do it for fun. You might put on a nice clothing, right? You might buy something for fun because it's fun and you recognize, okay, this is ego world. This is fun. I'm going to do this because it's fun. I enjoy it. Great. That, that's wonderful. But, but you're probably not going to put the same level of importance. You're going to be much more deep, much less superficial. You're going to speak and interact with people at a soul level. You know, uh, there's genuineness there. And so I don't even remember why I was making this point, but um, there's really you know, there's really quite a dichotomy there. And there is no power in that matrix world outside of that matrix world. Right. And so, and so once you, you know, we realize that you remove yourself, they're just playing this ego game. If you're not there, they can't even like, there's nothing they can do. They have no ability to even interact with you. Yeah. Like it's your attachment, you know, so it's, yeah. it's like, I, I, I live in a very nice, you know, I, I have a nice house and, um, uh, but if if the choice was to uh, get an injection or keep my house, I would burn it to the ground before I got an injection, or you know, or had it right. happen to my yeah, or you know, or 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 Asher, if the choice was if the choice was like your son or or one of your kids or whatever, or all your kids, you know, they're gonna know who they are and have a fulfilling life path, but you have to be a poor, you know, you have to be poor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like you can be rich, but they're going to go into they're going to get stuck in the matrix and be super superficial. They're, right. You, you'd burn the house to the ground in an inst, in, a, in a millisecond that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Right. And so, you know, how 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 much are you attached to it? And, and that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, have all the nice things in, in the world as long as you can burn them if 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 you needed to extricate yourself from the system. And so I, I think. People are so, you know, we've turned into such a superficial society that is so, um, you know, uh, so re uh, not reliant, but it's so, you know, likes and, 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 and that superficial popularity is so important to people these days that they can't attach to anything real. And so, you know, uh, I think that's what it comes down to for, for a lot of people. Um, yeah. but I think, I think there's a groundswell of people who are, you know, attaching to the real and, uh, making their lives outside of the system and choosing a, a much better, much different, uh, and 
ultimately, like you said, healthier life. And I think um, there's big movement of people doing that. So it's awesome to see. Um, yeah. Is there was there anything else we wanted to uh, that we had we had noted down to cover the um, uh, as far as main topics? The, the freedom rally, the the truck yeah. rally in Canada. We did, did we? No, 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 no. I, I was just, yeah, no, we didn't really. I mean, we mentioned, you know, I oh, mentioned yeah. that there's these things going on, but no, we haven't really covered it. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're getting. Um, I I pulled I pulled two two separate articles, um, and you can sort of see the tone that they give. Like one is very supportive, and the other is like, you know, well. Uh, these people, they're, they're being ir- irresponsible and it's only 15% of them. But I think there's a, there's a groundswell of support there uh, for people. So there's clearly uh, the Freedom Rally is truckers in Canada. They're uh, driving to Ottawa, which is the capital. And um, I think they're going to get there on Saturday. And they're uh, trying to get a a stoppage of all restrictions. And I think this will definitely, people will definitely see an impact of this, whether it's, uh, you know, fewer products on shelves or uh, what have you, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to make um, sort of answer, answer them. And so we'll see what happens, but um, I think they're getting a lot of support. Um, so if you can support them in any way that you can, and I think it's a really cool thing how an organized group of truckers are, you know, really going to make the government answer to, to what they're, they have to say. So it should be very interesting, interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I agree too. There is a, there is support. And again, I, I would just point out the difference between the two sides, right? So let's say you're a Canadian, you're Canadian, um, and, uh, by the way, I'm in a community here of almost entirely Canadians, but <laughs> where I'm, where I'm vacationing, but mostly French Canadians, which, mm-hmm. which I learned a little bit about, you know, French Canadian culture versus English Canadian culture yeah. and, the, and their various, you know, their various disagreements and things. It's quite funny, but, um, but let's, you know, let's say you're a Canadian, right. And you're kind of bought into the narrative and you're sort of looking at these truckers and you're thinking, God, these ass, you know, gosh, these, these these assholes are, you know, they're they're fucking up my life, and and I wish I had my stuff, and I don't have my stuff, and they're kind of like, you know, gosh, I, gosh, you know, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. Why, why, why don't they just go along with things? You know, why don't they just get the jab like we all are, and then you know we can be good. That's the energy on that side. What's the energy on on the side of the truckers, for example, right, or the people who who who, who support them? They're all in. They're all in. They're losing wages, right? They're risking their livelihoods. They're risking their everything, right? They're all in. We're all in. So, yes, at the top, at the top, the other side is all in, too. But they need the consent of the would-be governed, the would-be mind control, right? So, so, and that side is not all in. They are all in out of fear. But there, it's a very weak decision. It's a decision just based on fear. This is, I'm afraid, this is the easiest choice I'm in. And I'm in, I'm in because I'm really afraid, but they're not, there's no conviction whatsoever. It's just fear. On our side, there is full conviction. You know, those truckers, right? Like, those are people, like, there's a lot against them, right? It takes a lot for them to do what they're doing. They're doing it. There's conviction there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On 
since the beginning, I mean, there, there's been, if you've gone through, if you've gone this far uh, and you're still, you know, hanging on, you know, good on you. And uh, it's because of your conviction, because they, they've lobbed everything, everything our way. They've tried to sh- use shaming tactics. They've tried to use every incentive they can. And they've, yeah. you know, they've, really put a scare into a lot of people you know i i think that especially if you're kind of waking using this as you're waking up and and you hadn't gotten to a certain level of where you can you know more or less see through the narratives and that kind of stuff um you know i could see how you know i guess i don't know what you call like a rookie truther or something like that would be scared (laughs) at this because you know it's even even non-rookie truthers, depending on your situation, you, you know, I'm sure a lot of people lost their jobs and had really hard times. So, yeah, it's easy to be scared in that situation. But, um, you know, obviously you and I have different setups in our lives, but um, I'm I can I can definitely see how a lot of people uh, would be scared um, with everything going on, you know losing their job, losing the ability to travel, losing family and friends to being ostracized by them. So, you know, there's a whole host of things that have happened to people. Um, so I don't, I don't want to minimize that. Yeah. I was just, uh, actually just sharing the, uh, the link with someone I saw, I saw one of the, somebody was saying that, you know, a lot of the truckers are, are, are vaxxed, are vaxxed, but they're, um, but they're, you know, they're just against the mandates. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> you know, no, 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 no issues there at all. Right. That's what it's about. It's about free will. It's about having the ability to maintain your sovereignty and your free will to make your own choices for yourself. And if they're standing up for that, that's um, that's the only thing necessary. Yeah. Brittany said pretty much that thing. Supposedly, most of the truckers are not anti-vax, just anti-mandates. Probably safe to assume most of them are. Um yeah, I, I actually saw it was like the um, uh, like the truckers union, something like that. It, it seemed like the truckers union and they actually came out against this. They said, we strongly don't support this and we urge everyone to get injected and all that stuff. So um, there's, you know, when it comes to like defending freedom, uh, don't leave it to Canadians. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway taking that um, you're taking that there uh, i can't I, I don't know if i can really disagree with you but but it, but it's interesting <laughs> to see that that culture does exist in canada right that sort of um you know that sort of tough guy pushback we're not having it you know culture does does exist yeah yeah at least a little bit um but yeah it, it's definitely there's certain pockets in, and more of people in some places than the other and actually uh I, I can't remember. Did I did I mention the the guy from Germany that I talked to on the show? I know we talked about it before the show, but did, did I talk about it on the show? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I spoke to someone uh, from Germany yesterday, and um, he was probably in his sixties or so, and he said his parents, who at least his dad lived to he was ninety five, and he experienced the you know nazi germany reich type of thing and he said what's going on there is very similar to what happened in in nazi germany and so um you know he he said it's only probably five percent at most that that don't trust the government and everyone else basically trusts them and so we're talking about the differences between 
Germany and the US. And I said, you know, there's at least 20% who, you know, the government says that, that if it, the government says something, I know they're lying. And I don't know why, I don't know what, what it is, but I know they're lying. And so there's a good 20% of the people who are, are like that, no matter what, no matter what the government is saying, they know they're lying. And, um, you know, it's at least 20%. And then you have, um, you know, people who have looked into this specific thing and, and don't want to get on board. You have, you know, health and bodily autonomy people who aren't getting on board. So you have a good percentage of people who are just not going along with this in the U S. And so there is, you know, the U S for all of its faults, um, there's still a, a, a freedom, uh, independent spirit. That's, you know, it's, it's been, uh, that flame has been, uh, you know, uh, dwindling but i think it's still it's still burning and so um it'll be hard to and those are also incidentally the people with the guns so that's a good thing too (laughs) yeah no no i i that's a great point um i i gotta run but the the last thing i want to leave people with is and this is really advice to myself always (laughs) but um you know it's just everyone has their, their choice, right? Everyone has choice. They have free will, they have choice. And so all these people who are making choices that we don't like, right? They're not the choices we would like them to make. They're going to have to deal with the consequences of that as are we for our choices. And so I just want to sort of reiterate again to myself, (laughs) um, focus on your life, what you're doing, your goals, yourself, your inner work, your outer work, etc. And understand that for the people who have, who from in our opinion, right, have sort of fallen under this, this spell and, and have this sort of degree of, you know, delusion or whatever word you want to use. They're in a tough position where they're going to have to deal with all of that, all the results of that. It's not something to be happy about. It's not something to feel good that that happens. It's sad. Like, right, we're, we're all going to help. We want to help. We all want to help them in any way we can and all that sort of stuff. But they ultimately don't affect you, really. Um, ultimately, that's their life and their choice. We don't have control or power over that. There's nothing really positive we can do for them by trying to convince them that they're incorrect, right? At all. And so, and so I just want to, you know, I just, again, they're in a tough spot. Their future probably is not looking super wonderful. Um, um, you know, and, but they're not really a danger to us. I don't think ultimately, um, even though they're going along with things. And so, you know, I just, I just think, again, the focus should be entirely on, on you speaking to myself and your process, progress, the individual, how you want your life, how you feel inside, et cetera, et cetera, because that is the game. Ultimately, that is the game. The rest of it is not the game. It's a distraction um, from, from the objective. Yeah, I agree. Um, hundred percent, you know, li- live a good life and hopefully they uh, see how good of a life you are, you know, how good of a life you're living in, uh, in the fact that you're getting together with friends and loved ones and having people over and uh, 
growing a garden and live and being very healthy that hopefully they see that and want to know, you know, what's so fun over at this guy's house. So rather than trying to berate, uh, beat them over the head with facts and data and statistics, nobody ever changes their mind based on those. So, um, so yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, and then you'll also be living a better and, uh, more stress-free life anyways, because you'll realize that you're not able to help those people anyways, they have to help themselves. So uh, the sooner you are wasting so much time. And so that's a lesson I had to learn and um, it's definitely served me. So anyways, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's good, good conversation. Uh, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, especially over on, uh rumble uh join our telegram group uh hit the bell to notify you when we go live because we uh sometimes go at different times of the day obviously this was sort of a different time than what we typically uh go live at and um anything else before we get going no that's all i got um so yeah thank you know enjoy the ride uh, i said I'll, i said yeah. that's all i got yeah. now i'm gonna talk <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the ride um Again, I think we're in a beautiful time. I, I, I think um, there was a similar time like December, January, sort of last year, um, or maybe November, December into January last year. Um, I think we're kind of in a similar energy time here now. Um, I think it's really a time of really regaining power, really taking power, commanding your power, um, understanding sort of the levels of things and, um, and you know, just worrying a lot less about what what seems like it could be scary what's going on in the 3d that you know so on and so forth and so you know yeah again just get back to yourself i would just you know i would, I would really um you know leave the message there so thanks for tuning in yep thanks everyone talk to you later